What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, thanks for joining us for today's New Vision podcast. My name is Philip Robinson, one of the pastors at New Vision, and I've asked my wife Susan to join me, and uh, you'll know why in just a second. Uh, we're in uh, reading through the book of Acts, and today we're in Acts chapter 12, which is one of my favorite stories, and the reason it's one of my favorite stories is because years ago I was helping Susan with her Sunday morning preschool class, and she was telling this story to her three-year-olds, and uh, she captured their little hearts with this story as well as mine. So today's going to be a little different. I'm going to read uh, Acts chapter 12 in its entirety from the NIV, and then Susan's uh, simply going to retell uh, the story. So Acts chapter 12, verse 1. It was about this time that King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church, intending to persecute them. He had James, the brother of John, put to death with the sword. When he saw that this met with approval among the Jews, he proceeded to seize Peter also. This happened during the festival of unleavened bread. After arresting him, he put him in prison, handing him over to be guarded by four squads of four soldiers each. Herod intended to bring him out for a public trial after the Passover. So Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. The night before Herod was to bring him to trial, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains, and sentries stood guard at the entrance. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared, and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him up. Quick, get up, he said, and the chains fell off Peter's wrist. Then the angel said to him, Put on your clothes and sandals, and Peter did so. Wrap your cloak around you and follow me, the angel told him. Peter followed him out of the prison, but he had no idea that what the angel was doing was really happening. He thought he was seeing a vision. They passed the first and second guards and came to the iron gate leading to the city. It opened for them by itself, and they went through it. When they had walked through, walked the length of one street, suddenly the angel left him. Then Peter came to himself and said, Now I know without a doubt that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from Herod's clutches and from everything the Jewish people were hoping would happen. When this had dawned on him, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, also called Mark, where many people had gathered and were praying. Peter knocked at the outer entrance, and a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer the door. When she recognized Peter, Peter's voice, she was overjoyed. She ran back without opening it and exclaimed, Peter is at the door. You're out of your mind, they told her. When she kept insisting that it was so, they said, it must be his angel. But Peter kept knocking, and when they opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. Peter motioned with his hand for them to be quiet and described how the Lord had brought him out of prison. Tell James and the other brothers and sisters about this, he said, and then he left for another place. In the morning there was no small commotion among the soldiers as to what had become of Peter. After Herod had a thorough search made for him and did not find him, he cross-examined the guards and ordered that they be executed. Then Herod went from Judea to Caesarea and stayed there. He had been quarreling with the people of Tyre and Sidon. 
they now joined together and sought an audience with him. After securing the support of Blastus, a trusted personal servant of the king, they asked for peace because they depended on the king's country for their food supply. On the appointed day, Herod, wearing his royal robe, sat on his throne and delivered a public address to the people. They shouted, This is the voice of a god, not of a man. Immediately, because Herod did not give God praise to God, an angel of the Lord struck him down, and he was eaten by worms and died. But the word of God continued to spread and flourish. When Barnabas and Saul had finished their mission, they returned from Jerusalem, taking with them John, also called Mark. Well, Susan, let's retell the story. Well, Peter had offended the Jewish leaders by preaching boldly about who Jesus is and what we need to do with this Jesus. And so when King Herod killed the Apostle James, John's brother, and saw how much this pleased the Jewish people, he decided to get rid of Peter too. So he had him arrested, uh, put him in prison under the guard of 16 soldiers, and uh, planned to bring him out for trial. But while Peter was in prison, the church prayed earnestly for him. The night before Peter was to be placed on trial, he was asleep in the prison between two soldiers chained on both sides. Suddenly, there was a bright light in the cell and an angel stood before Peter. The angel struck him on the side. Quick, get up! And the chains fell off Peter. The angel said, get dressed. We're getting out of here. <laughs> so he, he said, "And put on your coat and follow me. So Peter left the cell following the angel all the time thinking it was some kind of vision. But they passed through the prison. The gates opened on their own. They walked out into the street. And as they walked along, the angel disappeared. Peter came to his senses and realized this really just happened. I'm not dreaming. The Lord has sent his angel and saved me from Herod. So when he realized this, he went to the home of Mary, the mother of John Mark, where many were gathered for prayer. He knocked at the door in the gate, and a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer the door. When she recognized Peter's voice, she was so excited that instead of opening the door and letting him in, she ran back to tell the others that Peter was at the door. They, of course, said, Rhoda, we're praying for Peter who is in prison. He couldn't be at the door. She said, no, no, it's really him. I recognize his voice. Peter's at the door. So when they all went to check and saw Peter, they were astonished. And uh, he said, all right, quiet, quiet. This, this is what happened. God has released me from prison. Be sure and tell James and the other brothers what has happened. And then he left. And now for the part that we don't tell the three-year-olds. Uh, at daybreak, <laughs> at daybreak, uh, there was a big commotion in the prison when they discovered Peter was not there. And so uh, Herod uh, interrogated everyone and said they were to be executed. And so that was the stern, uh, strict Roman justice being uh, administered to them. Yeah, if a prison guard let someone get away... They paid with their life, so that's what happened here for sure. And then Herod gets his, doesn't he? 
he's uh, speaking to the people dressed up like a king, like he is, and then uh, the people say, this is not a man but God, a God, and because uh, Herod doesn't give God the glory, God strikes him dead. A, a, another angel does another striking, but this time uh, Herod dies and becomes worm, worm food. So, yeah, we don't tell that to the three-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed the, the reading from Acts 12 today as, as well as the retelling uh, by Susan. And I hope you fall in love with this story as, as much as uh, uh, Susan and I enjoy it. You know, I guess the final takeaway for me is when I, when I talk to just about everybody I talk to, uh, when you talk about prayer, they seem to say almost without fail, yeah, I pray, but I wish I did it more or I wish I felt I could do it better. Well, in this story, we have a group gathered together praying for Peter, maybe without really thinking that their prayers would be answered. But God took their prayers, even maybe their weak prayers, like he can take our weak prayers, and because we're praying to an infinitely strong God, great and miraculous things can happen. So think about that today. So uh, let's keep praying. And as uh, Paul liked to say in most of, right in most of his letters, uh, grace and peace to you. Thank you guys for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. As always, we hope that you heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk and reflect Christ in your everyday steps. To find out more information about New Vision, you can go to newvisionlife.com or follow us on Instagram at newvisionlife. Again, we're for you, we love you, and we look forward to seeing you back here on Monday.